So let's let me just derail this real quick. I was late to recording today. Um, I told oh, yeah. Taylor that I'd be here in about 30, 40 minutes. Yeah. It took me a full hour. Yeah. And I'd like to give a big shout out to this fucking Mama June lookalike <laughs> and her fucking cracked out vanilla ice husband with their stupid ass kid who drove 30 in a fucking 50. Oh, God. For 10 minutes. Oh. I'm stuck behind these fucks. Oh. Um, I never told you this. I actually got pulled over a few, uh, few uh, like a week ago or two for my first time. Because I've been driving for about like two uh, two years. Um, and I never got pulled over once except for when I got pulled over a few uh, few nights ago. So I, I got off work at midnight, which is fucking, I fucking hate working the midnight shifts. But they've always had me work midnights ever since I started working up there. I call you every time you work a midnight shift. Yeah. <laughs> you always fucking do it. I'm just like, dude, I can't, I can't, like, I can't talk. But like. So I get done, I I went grab McDonald's, I think, yeah, I went and grabbed the McDonald's because I was fucking tired, I was hungry, I was like, fuck it, I'll grab McDonald's, which, by the way, that McDonald's up there next to my fucking store that I work at, fucking sucks, it's horrible, the one downtown's actually alright, that one up there, no, it's horrible, it's horse shit, so, like, it also, it, like, doesn't help that, it, like, it takes a half an hour to do anything, it's only 24 <laughs> hours, but the line moves, like, three cars an hour so like fucking i'm sitting there like for 15 minutes i'm sitting in my car i'm trying not to pass the fuck out i finally order my shit and i'm driving home and i'm about to turn into her um like a few more turns away from my my neighborhood and like there is a, a car behind me like following me i didn't think of anything of it because i thought it was just a normal fucking car like can i fucking see that it was a cop car at night no the hell i can't because it's pitch black damn it but I'm about to, like, turn about, you know, about maybe five minutes away from my house. As I'm about, like, I turn my turn signal on. I'm about ready to start turning. Blue and red lights start flashing behind me. I'm like, oh, fuck me. And then I turn, and then I'm like, all right, I got to pull over. So I pull over and roll both my windows down because it was also a hot night. So I had to roll my windows down. Cop, the, the policeman comes up to my fucking passenger side window peeks in he's like you know why i pulled you over today i was like no officer i honestly don't know because i never usually i never usually do anything wrong it's like there's um up north there's a dealership and it goes from a 55 to a 50 in speed i had my crew set to like 58 or something like that just just keeping it a nice safe so just outside like the five mile yeah per hour cushion yeah in the in the 55 and just still in the cushion of not being pulled over speed yeah at least i thought so i said at the 58 and the cop pulls me over it's like yeah i was i was catching you going 62 and a 50 and i was just like what and i was like and he was also like oh well you also crossed over the white line a few times so making sure you aren't drunk and i was like i'm not drunk although i kind of really need a drink after working that kind of shift <laughs> so no i'm not drunk so you know, that's how I got pulled over. I got pulled over for speeding and intoxicated driving, technically. But <laughs> he left me off with a warning, thankfully. So, pulled over story. Yeehaw. Thought you would never hear that on a podcast. Much ban. Um, but I was going to talk about this er uh, earlier before you started talking um, about your little experience coming over here. Yeah. Um, I was going to ask if you have any, if you have any like, phases or whatever, whatever. Of like YouTube or gaming that you would like to discuss. Faces. Like f phases, phases. Oh, phases. phases. I thought you meant like. Sorry. I mean, Face I mean, clan. No, no. <laughs> I've been talking for like an hour and a half, so my voice is starting to be gone. But, <clears throat> but no, like phases of like, you know, YouTube or whatever. Like people that you only watch for a certain amount of time that you probably don't. Because I got a few. I got a few that I want to talk about. I, everybody does, but I don't like actively notice it. Mm. I was... When I joined Interactive Media, uh -huh. I was actually really into the animation YouTubers. Oh, yeah. I liked The Odd Ones Out and... Uh, let me t uh, Before you continue, let me tell you. Those animation YouTubers, I fucking love them. They put in the fucking work. I started watching The Odd Ones Out not too long ago and... Um, and me reach you. Oh, my God. I fucking love The Odd Ones Out, like, little Monopoly skit. <laughs> I fucking... <laughs> Go straight to jail. <laughs> Go straight to jail. He's in jail. I'm not giving money to a criminal. That's not how you. <laughs> Fucking love. 
But good, uh, continue on. Um, I loved the animation community, but I'm impatient when it comes to watching their videos. I don't like oh. to wait for them to come out. Oh yeah. So like my big three animation YouTubers were Jade Animations. She's got a good team one. now. Yeah. Uh, the odd ones out and something else YT. Oh, see, I've watched two out of those three. I don't watch uh, something else YT. I uh, he started off as a gaming channel, then became friends with the odd ones out and started animating, which okay. is interesting. Okay. But um, then there's a few gamers. I loved Jacksepticeye in middle school. Okay. I don't watch him as much anymore. I I don't like the major change that he's made on his channel. Oh. I liked I liked Green Hair Jack, even though he says you know those were some of the roughest years of his life yeah those were where his channel experienced the most growth and everything too mm -hmm. like i watched his subnautica his happy wheels and all that good shit happy wheels was a fucking incredible game <laughs> like I, I i hate to see i like nobody talks about it anymore but man that was like a, a hidden gem of like the time it was crazy it was like you want to do that play minecraft get views play happy wheels get views mm -hmm. um but for me, the reason why I wanted to talk about this was because I had, I I have like four different faces that I used to that I used to have on YouTube, and all of them I fucking hate the most, because looking back, none of the the faces aged well. Okay, the first one I'll talk about was kind of like my first one that I like noticed, um, where I don't think a lot of people know about this kind of these kinds of videos like especially now but like the stick figure videos yo wait do i know which one you're talking about stick figures on crack uh, uh mondo mini clips oh you know who i'm talking yeah. about now <laughs> yeah dude i fucking watched so many different stick figure like videos and compilations and like series or what for whatever reason series they were so like if anybody looks up stick figure videos, they're the most randomest things on YouTube, but they're so amazing. The, I, the thoughts that go behind them has to come like from a cracked out monkey. If you've ever obviously. watched the series, uh, dick figures. Yes. Yeah. You're fuck. <laughs> Blue and red. Uh, yes. And Lord Tourette's my God. Oh God. Oh, I fuck. Yeah, stick figure videos were like my shit back then. I would always watch stick figure videos no matter what series. It was like stick figure randomness where it was like, I, I don't know what it is with stick figure videos. I think it was just because of the fact that it was like, you could take just a skit, like literally anything, and dumb it down to like the tiniest of animation physics. Like you could literally make it an uh, Adobe Animate. Yeah. And, you know, all you need is just like, like that TV static, uh animation where it's just like, and then like black and white and gray and like you're oh so you're talking like the asdf movie kind of like that yeah kind of like those kinds of things yeah and you know make it into that and somehow those motherfuckers made like millions of views all because like they were it, like it's weird it's crazy how those kinds of videos got so fucking popular back then i don't know why and i don't know why i was one of them that was like oh i gotta fucking watch this guy <laughs> Because I fucking loved all those videos. Um, another one that I got into... Um, I fucking hate myself for saying this. I used to watch a lot of Fred videos. Eh. Like around the time that he had his movies? Or like around the time that he was he hadn't sold his channel? Yeah. Around Basically around the time where like his movies were not coming out just quite yet. Okay. Like, when Fred the movie was announced, I was like, holy shit, this may actually be a good movie. Looking back, I fucking regret saying that, but... Finally some foot... Finally some good fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> finally some good fucking movie. But fucking... I used to watch all of his fucking videos before he sold his channel. And, like, I watched, like... I used... I watched his first two movies, and then I, I never bothered to watch the third. Because at the time, I was out of that phase. Wow, you're a lucky bastard. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Fuck. The fucking third movie was the fucking worst. I saw I saw I Hate Everything's review on the, the third Fred movie video, and I was like, There's, thank God I haven't fucking watched it, because that was a shitty fucking movie. Um, and then the third one that I used to binge all the time was Annoying Orange. Uh I think everybody went through that phase yeah. at one point or another. I think everybody did, but like I was 
very fucking into him. Like it was horrible how bad I really liked that. Cause the thing is, is that motherfucker still uploads videos to this day. The same it, like wait, the channel does? Yeah. And the and I know the I know the like the original creator, uh Danebow. Okay, because I watched a lot of his videos back then. Because that 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 tells you how much the whole long ago I started watching yeah, yeah. the Annoying Orange. Because he was a big thing back in like 2009, 2010, when like he wasn't doing the Annoying Orange. He would do like his like gameplay videos, and he would do his own like videos and stuff like that on his own free time. And I watched a lot of those kinds of things. But you know, he stopped doing that in order to continue doing the Annoying Orange. Because if you look at his videos, they take a lot of fucking time to edit. Because uh, especially at After Effects, which fucking hell, we had to deal with that. Let me tell you, um, we had to deal with it for like a little bit, and then like just before we started doing anything with After Effects, we were like, oh, pandemic, boom, gone, can't do anything after that. But um, so, um, but yeah, I watched a lot of Annoying Orange until like he started becoming more and more of like annoying. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, okay, now I understand why people don't like this kind of content. So I was like, okay. Back out of that, um, Smosh. Smosh. Are you? Yeah, that was. That's another face, actually. I used to watch a lot of Smosh. Almost like all their videos. When it was still, um, Ian and Anthony, yeah. just those two. Yeah. I liked them, and I loved the series Minecraft, which was a Minecraft series on Smosh. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and then once they started becoming more of like a like a company, and not so much like two people fucking around all the time, it was like, yeah. It was. You see, I still liked Smosh. I just hadn't watched any of their videos because I kept getting annoyed by every blank ever and all this other bullshit Stupid that they shit, were dropping. Yeah. Um, and then Anthony left, and I was like, wow, the company must be tanking or some shit. Yeah. And then they got the company went out. <laughs> then a bank owned their YouTube channel. Oh, great. And auctioned it off. Oh, great. So they're owned by... Luckily, they're now owned by Good Mythical Morning. Yeah, it's like it's a but, good, good channel. But like, it's it's just like weird how that happened, mm -hmm. and I, it all comes from it all stems from you know if you sell your channel to a corporation, what's going to happen if that corporation goes under or some shit? Yeah. Um, and then there was like another channel with like Ray William Johnson. I used to watch. His oh, content. equals three. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. I love that shit so much. It's it like the the sad thing is is that I got into it like a few months before he was like, "All right, I'm quitting." Yeah, which fucking sucks. Let me tell you, because ever since then, like Robbie Mods, like the like the the first host afterwards was a very good like creator and like he was very well talented at what he was doing. After that, tanked. It it uh, just went downhill and gone right from there. You see it. What's weird about YouTube is it's not always effort that gets you where you want to go. It nine times out of ten, it is actually your personality that gets you where you yep. want to go. Because look at PewDiePie, he still his camera quality is kind of bad sometimes, mm -hmm. and sometimes his content's like, What the fuck is he talking about? But he still has the most subscribers on YouTube. Yeah. Well, the most behind T series, I guess, but. We don't talk about them here. Yeah, which <laughs> weirdly enough hasn't been talked about a lot ever since they took in first place, huh? So, the bot, the <laughs> bots, fucking um, yeah. There's just a lot of YouTube faces that a lot of people have gone through. Yeah, and I've gone through many, uh, many of them myself, where I would just stick to one channel for like many different months and not really, you know, check out other content or whatever, or I would just do like stupid fucking phases or whatever. So, um, just, it, it kind of tells you that YouTube has really changed over the past, like, decade. Which, in, in some ways good, other ways not. Which, talking about the stick figures videos, let's just backtrack on that for a second. Okay. I kind of feel like those are what killed the animation community in the first place. Hmm. Because they were low effort. Yeah. And, like, the thing is, it's like with the stick figure, stick figure videos, it's like I said before, you can literally, like, slap a few like frames as long as you just have like mouth animations or whatever and if you have the audio to go with it you honestly don't have to really take it doesn't take much to make a successful stick figures video but it's just you know it's it still takes up time but i just i really don't think that the stick figure video or content at least at the time would you know fucking it wouldn't stick around today 
in my opinion. Oh. If we're going back on nostalgia stuff, how about Google Plus? <laughs> <laughs> how about that how about that failed uh platform? There's not much to say about it. Oh, anymore. there's a that lot to say for me. That hasn't been said already. There's a lot to say that I have to say because I used because back when I started doing um content or whatever, like back before or like before I even did content, I used to like go on many different like what they called communities on Google Plus. Yeah. And I would just fuck around all the time and just it, like especially on like the, the Minecraft Pocket Edition days, I would just be on there and I would upload my shit and I'd just be like looking at what everybody else was doing and then like the, the post uh, the communities I'm sorry got like super fucking popular and then like I lost track of her. It was like around like 2014 2015 where I was like man Google Plus fucking sucks and I just didn't fucking do anything after that and then Google Plus was like yo if you want to continue using YouTube you should you, you gotta link us up with it and I remember when uh, that was the biggest controversy of like 2015 a lot of a lot of creators left during that time, and then you know a few years later they're like, "Eh, Google Plus, not that great of an idea." Yeah, they cut it from fucking existence, which was hilarious because like all the fucking posts that were going on at that time was just like, because whenever you used to upload videos on YouTube, you would have a, like a settings where you could upload or uh, where he would automatically post to Google Plus and Twitter that you know you uploaded the new video and whatever you typed out or whatever would be in a post or whatever so whatever you uploaded the video it would upload to not only twitter if you set it up but also google plus speaking of twitter and google plus which i have neither of uh go follow my instagram and uh follow my new snapchat account bakabliet with two t's um what else can i shamelessly plug here um if it's the future, buy my merch. If you guys are coming back here to watch this from, like, when I've got millions of subscribers and Taylor probably hung himself or something. Uh. Future! <laughs> All right. Future. Now that I've shamelessly plugged. <laughs> For, like, the second damn week in a row, maybe. Maybe third <laughs> week, depending on the uh, how I split these parts because I've been going at it for two hours. Killing my voice, by the way. And I'm trying to hydrate myself with fucking Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew, sponsor me, please. Sponsor me, too. <laughs> sponsor us. Sponsor all of us. Sponsor the world, damn it. The world oh. needs you, Mountain <laughs> Dew. You remember Pepsi Man? Oh, <laughs> Pepsi Man! Good. Can we get Mountain Dew Man? Can we get a Mountain Dew Man and we can make a... Uh, I'll make a stick figure video of him battling the Pepsi Man. <laughs> Millions of views. Fuck it. Millions of views. Millions of fucking views. Oh, my God. So, I really want to talk about, like, like work stories because, you know, we, we've worked part-time jobs before. Yeah. So, I, I, uh, I've I worked several part-time jobs in my time, and I definitely have a lot of stories to tell. Obviously, one that I really want to get to. But I was wondering if you had, like, any yourself that you wanted to talk about. Okay, so do you want to go back and forth on stories or... That's up to you. That's up to you. All right. If you want to do that. Um, well, I'm going to talk about my first one. It's I worked in a little store in the town that I lived in. Okay. Well, it was I lived right outside the town. Fuck it. I lived in the town. Uh, <laughs> um, I worked at a little store, and it was my very first job. I've only ever worked two jobs at this moment. Mm-hmm. Um, well, three if I count YouTube as a job, but right now it's just a hobby. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I get into it, and... I'm like, okay, this isn't that bad. I mop the floors, work till nine, and finish all my shit in an hour. Mm-hmm. So, I one night I'm mopping. <laughs> um, store closes at nine. I'm allowed to start. I'm allowed to start mopping at eight thirty. The most interesting characters come in between eight thirty and nine. Yeah, obviously. Okay, so there's this old man, way old man, who I look at him. And he looks pissed off at me already. Oh, great. And he's wearing a hat. It's like Vietnam veteran or something. Oh. And all I hear, I'm mopping my aisle, and he's an aisle over in the freezer section. And he just goes, where the fuck's the chicken? <laughs> and I'm like, I I just ignored it. I was like, I didn't hear anything. And then he comes up behind me. Oh, God. Taps me on the shoulder. And I'm bad in social situations. I was like, oh, yes, sir, what do you need? And oh, he goes, 
they keep moving this goddamn place around. Where did they put the fucking chicken? Oh, God. And I was like, first off, I worked at the store for five months. Oh. They hadn't changed the store up once. (laughs) (laughs) And so I'm like, are you looking for, like, fresh cut? Because we have a deli that's still open for another ten minutes. And he's like, no, not fucking deli chicken. And I was like, okay, just one second. So I go up to my manager, and okay. I'm like, hey, uh, that guy over there, he's a, he's a looking for chicken. And the manager goes, tell him to check the deli. And I was uh. like, yeah, he doesn't want deli chicken. And she's like, well, I don't know. Tell him tell him to just look in the freezer section. And I go, he came from the freezer oh, section. <laughs> and so she's no help. So I go back. I start walking back, and the guy walks past me. He's got a... He's got a box of Eddie Tizer's chicken oh in his hand. Oh, my God. And he goes, I fucking found it myself. Mm. <laughs> I was like, damn it. <laughs> I was like, that guy, I swear to God, I thought he was going to, like, if he somebody dropped something, he was going to, like, go back to Nam and just snap on me or some shit. He probably would have. I was terrified. Oh, my God. Oh. See, I do have um those kinds of... Like store, like store stories or whatever. I do have like a few of them myself, because, um, I my first job was at Eight's Road Plaza, um, because where we live, uh, it's like it connects between two states. Really, or like it really, like I'm only like five minutes away. Do I know this story? Uh, it may be a different story. Okay. I think I'm, I don't. Yeah. Um, my first job was at that place, which was you know. At the toll road. So it was like a 15 minute drive from my place. Um, And. You know. Because since it was like a plaza. There was a few different kinds of like stores. Or whatever that you could go to. Or restaurants. Um, uh, I worked over at the Popeyes. For the most. For. Actually. I I went there twice. Um, I worked at a save a lot. um, Which is a store. In case anybody doesn't know that. Uh, A small store. Um. And then I went back there again after a little while. But when I was working over at um, at Popeyes, there were so many people uh, that came up. And let me fucking tell you, there were, there were so many fucking retards. <laughs> so many fucking retards. If anybody will take, if if, if this is any, any advice that I could give off, okay, whatever, doing like part-time jobs or whatever, to anybody who wants to. All people that go to Popeyes are retards. <laughs> All people in general are retards. Let me tell you, working at a store makes you realize that everybody's a fucking retard. But, um, like working at Popeye's, every, it like, I'm, I'm mainly a cashier because I can't fucking work the fryers. I burned myself the first day that I was working there. And, fucking. Sounds like you. Yeah, it does. Um, fucking. I burned myself the first day that I worked there. Great shit. Great fucking shit. They work it as a cashier. It's not fun either, because you have to deal with all the like the, the the retarded people, and of course the toll road plazas like prices and shit like that. You buy a fucking a meal, which usually costs like maybe eight bucks or whatever. Costs like a small meal is like fifteen bucks. Fucking expensive as shit. But fucking um, when I was working over at uh, at Save a Lot, which was my second job as part time uh, part time uh, cashier, because um, they they paid better, so I was like fuck it, I'll go over there. Um, I had. Since it was like in full blown Amish country, oh <laughs> god damn, <laughs> they were retard. They were Amish retards, and so, they have the mafia. Yeah, <laughs> god damn, fucking. So the Amish, there was an Amish family because we have it to where like you can like call up for like different orders or something, so you can come in and say like, oh, I have this order, and there you go. Fucking Amish family ordered a hundred loaves of bread one day. And like I'm like I'm working the kit the the cashier stuff and stuff like that. Thankfully, there's a button where I can like say okay, hundred times scan once, boom, it's a hundred loaves of bread. But like for like thirty minutes because we had to like box it up and then put it right next to like right next to the area so he could go and pick it up after you get done with like doing your cashier shit. I like I'm looking over to my left. I'm just seeing nothing but boxes of loaves of bread. <laughs> I'm looking over. I'm like, what the. F- Fuck is happening over there? Ah, damn, Jebediah. Yeah, goddamn, <laughs> De- Denise. Denise. That's the, the first Amish name that came to my head. I don't know 
if Denise is an Amish name. <laughs> Close enough, I think. But fucking, the family comes walking in, and then like they're putting it on like you know like they have like the like the like a cart or something like that where it could bring out uh, stuff for when you're a stalker or whatever. They bring out like two of those and they load up the fucking boxes and they push them out to the horse and buggy. I'm like, God fucking damn! I hope those boxes fall. It would be the funniest <laughs> shit to drive home to. You're driving, you see a box of loaves, box of loaves of bread on the fucking road scattered across everywhere. It's like, what the fuck? Uh -huh. But it's so fucking stupid. It's like I saw the family and I was like, all right, we have this order. They came up to me and I was just like, I was like, what the? Fuck? I I like scan it. It's like, all right, so that'll be uh a hundred and fifty seven dollars. I was just like. $157, they made that bread, huh? Yeah, they made that bread. They sure as shit better ate all of that shit. I'm not kidding when I say it was a hundred. It was literally a hundred loaves of bread. Like, I, I was like, oh my. And it's like, that was the biggest, like, order I've ever had in my fucking life. In terms <laughs> of, like, fucking doors and shit. Um, okay, so I have one other decent story. Uh, anything else I don't... Nothing will ever top mine, just saying. <laughs> um, so I work as a janitor now. Okay. I've worked as a janitor for almost two years now. Yeah, almost two years now, in September. No, in August. Mm. Damn. <laughs> um, but, so... Okay, give me a second. You're gonna have to, like, cut some of this. But, uh... I'll do whatever I can. Okay, so I work as a janitor now. Mm -hmm. I've worked there almost two years. There's people in and out. Me and my best friend work there for... He's worked there for almost almost three years. I've worked there for a little under two. Okay. And there's a foreign lady who's worked there for, um, since 2016. Mm. Filipino. Okay. Speaks hardly a lick of English. Oh, great. So one day, our boss is gone, and our... He had his son-in-law or something as our boss for the week. And I don't usually go to this place. They have an extra place that they go to at the end of the day, but I wanted to help them out. Okay. So they go there, and I walk in the door, and this Filipino lady is – she's about half my height, and she goes, Why are you not sweeping the floor? Oh, God. And I'm like <laughs> – I'm like – I'm only supposed to sweep the floor because she was talking about the building before. Yeah. I'm like, I'm only supposed to sweep that floor there on uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays. And she goes, no, me and Jim, we always have to go back. We always have to go back and redo your work. Oh, and I was man. like, I guarantee that you do not have to go back and do my work. And she was like, you always, you always, always never sweep there. And I'm like, I look over at my friend. And he's standing there. He's just laughing at oh me. My God. And I'm like, I'm like, okay. I sweep there. I talk a little bit slower this time. Yep. Tuesdays and Thursdays. <laughs> Today, Friday. Uh -huh. And she goes, you know, street floor. And I was like, fuck it. I'm just walking away. <laughs> and then my boss comes back the day after that. And I was like, hey, am I supposed to be sweeping the floor there every day? Because, uh. This Filipino bitch told me I need to. And he goes, no, uh, you've been doing great. I'm actually giving everybody a dollar raise except for her. Oh. Well, <laughs> shit. God damn. <laughs> I, I thought I, I was, I think you've told me that story before, but I think I may have forgotten. Oh, she just, I was so pissed that night. Uh, Nothing will ever top my fucking story of how I left the second time up the 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 uh the the Torah plaza and um see the thing is it's like i've i've ran into a few people who've worked who worked there when i was work when i was working there they don't fucking work there anymore that place has gone to shit which i'm not fucking surprised their management the management there is it's like decent but the issue with that is that all the workers since they're all teenagers are fucking retards. Is this the story you've told me already? Yeah. <laughs> I told you this uh at my at my graduation party. Uh yeah. not long ago. But fucking but so like 
to put this in context here, where the Toro Plaza is, their rules are with like phones or technology or whatever. As long as you're put, you're still putting the customer first, which, you know, right after like eight nine o'clock when the restaurants and stuff close, no one gives a shit what the fuck they do. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So like, you know, I'm hearing like music blasting all throughout the fucking store, or like all throughout the the plaza. Excuse me. Um, so there's, I'm trying to like try to I'm gonna try to explain how it's set up because it. For context-wise, it's really necessary for context-wise how the, the plaza was, like, structured. So, the Popeyes is connected to a, uh, Sabaros, which is, like, a pizza, which is a pizza place. Um, a pretty good pizza place, might I add. Um, but in the back, they have, like, the, the was the dish rooms. They have the, 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 the fucking, um, offices and stuff like that. And um, they also have the stocking rooms where I go back and in the retail department, which is like the middle portion of the plaza, which is where I worked at. Um, they have uh, like a ton of um, like, you know, I can go grab my shit and bring it out if I need to, which since it was a Toro Plaza, you would think it would be busy, but it was never really busy. Like there'd be buses coming in like every five hours, like from like noon, there'd be a bus. Then at five, there'd be like one or two buses. But there was never really like, it was never really busy on the retail side. Is what I'm trying to say. So there was really no need for stocking. So I had a coworker that <clears throat> coworker coworker. Let me tell you, um, who was I? I don't want to. I don't want to sound racist here, but it was a Mexican worker. Okay. Like I'm not trying to be racist. It's just he was just a you know yeah Mexican he was worker. he was a Mexican worker yeah, and he started working there like three months after I got back or whatever, um maybe like a few months after I can't remember but like I came back and I worked at Popeyes for a little while and then I moved over to the retail side before like the summer of last year actually, so I. I loved working the retail side because I could just do whatever the fuck I want whenever it was downtime. Like, I literally had, like, a notebook where I would, like, you know, learn my Japanese and shit like that. Where you would, like, sit and draw dicks and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Every once in a while. <laughs> Every once in a while. Need to need practice. Need to practice for my for my hobby next uh, in the next few years. Could be drawing some hentai. Who knows? Um, anyway. But, so, whenever I wasn't doing that and, like, I got bored, I was like, all right, I'll just go and socialize with, you know, my, my coworkers and shit like that in the in the, the the break rooms or whatever. Not the break room, but like the fucking you know, you know what I'm trying to say. The yeah. back. So but this motherfucker. This motherfucker. I mean, ever since he started fucking working there, he would always harass he would he wouldn't just harass me, but he would harass like anybody who, you know, he didn't like, which was a lot of people outside of his family. Because, you know, if if there wasn't a Mexican, he hated them. Racist. That, that was what he... What a fucking pig. <laughs> but <laughs> that's what he told me, I guess. But, you know, he would always harass me and harass, like, some of the other workers that weren't up to his level, I guess. And, um, you know, there were a few times where, like, things, like, would almost escalate to a high level. But let me tell you, there was one night where it escalated very high. Um... So up to this point, you know, I've had enough up. I've had enough of his shit. Okay, like I'm sick and tired of his fucking shit. Um, and so I'm like, he wasn't. I don't know what you're doing. Playing with my mic. <laughs> okay. But anyway, so you know, I'm just doing my usual thing. Okay, like I have no customers. I'm just in the back doing what doing what the fuck ever socializing. This motherfucker, because he always does this. He's always like, you should go and do your fucking job. You're, you're, you know, you're not doing your fucking job. And, you know, you're not doing your fucking job. It would always repeat the same fucking sentence over and over. It's like, you're useless kind of shit. And I was like, dude, what can I fucking do? Stand in the middle and go insane? Because, like, the, the, the little place that I'm in for, like, the retail side is, let me tell you, it's like, it's only, like, three feet long or, like, three feet wide, two feet uh, like two feet going the other direction, <laughs> three feet long, two feet wide. Okay. So it's fucking small, it's fucking small box. Okay. Where I can only have like, you know, to scan some shit. So it's like, I can't stand out there. I can't stock anything because the fucking area is full. So 
Couldn't do anything with stalking. Um, so he continues like to harass me and stuff like that. But um, I'm checking my schedule every once in a while. Okay, and like I peek over and he's like doing the dishes, and he he looks over at me and he gives me like the like the most like disgusted looking face. He's like, <laughs> like he, like he like he's getting pissed off at me. Like he he worries more about me than he did himself, which is fucking creepy. So, um, so I'm about ready to like, so I, I turn around, leave the area, and I'm about ready to like walk out the door to go back to my area. Motherfucker takes the little dish, like the spray thing, like how you, like they push the thing, spray water so it can clean the dishes. Yeah. Motherfucker takes it, sprays my left side, like once. Like my entire left side's like, like it wasn't too badly soaked, thankfully. But like, cause I like, I saw it happen and I jolted back as quick as I possibly can. So it didn't get me from like, like the ears or whatever. It like mainly got like my shoulder and downwards. And I was like, Oh, motherfucker, motherfucker did it there. But, but I was like, okay, I won't retaliate because he probably won't do it again. Right. 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 Nope. He did it right. again. This time he had an entire cup with water. Doused my entire fucking left side from like just, head head to toe with water. He's just like that's what you get, Gringo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, motherfucker. <sighs> at this point, I was pissed because I had my earphones in at the time. Oh, which pissed me the fuck off even more because I was listening to music, you know, and I remember the song. It was uh, a Rhapsody song, Rhapsody Fire. Um. I don't know why I know that by heart, but like, I, cause like at that time, my left earbud like stopped working. Thankfully though, thankfully from like, for like a few more months, it was fine. But like it, it like start it like weirdly enough, it was the right earphone that went out that caused me to like, like, okay, I got to buy a new pair of earphones, but like it was the right one that randomly went out. So that was weird, but I figured it was the left cause it got fucking doused in water. But um, so I was like, I'm fucking pissed. I like spent 30 bucks on these fucking earphones, like not too long ago. And I got to buy another pair because this faggot threw water on me. <laughs> so do you, do you believe faggot? No, I don't care. <laughs> but he like, he doused me and I was like, all right, you son of a bitch. You're going to get it. So I took one of the, the, like a, like a, like a normal size cup from some borrows. Okay. And in the Popeye's area, right next to the sides, um, there's this water thing that we use to keep the sides like nice and hot. Okay. Or that we use to like cool off the ice and whatever that we usually put like the, the chicken stuff like that before we like cook it and stuff like that. Um, we use that, we use that kind of water to pour over the ice and stuff like that to melt it. So you guess by now it's 200 fucking degrees of water Fahrenheit. And I'm like, fuck it. <laughs> I filled the thing half full like, the water's half full, just so I don't have to touch the son of a bitch. Because if I touch it, I'm getting burnt. My fingers are going to get blisters if I touch this water. So I'm, like, holding it. It's, like, it's like the size of this cup. So I'm, like, holding it, like, this or whatever. I'm, like, holding it like this, like, away from the water. So it's, like, a little over, a little under half full, I think it was. I can't remember. But, like, I'm, like... I'm trying to search for this motherfucker. I'm like hunting him down like Metal Gear Solid style. I'm like sneaking around. I turn around. Or no, I don't turn around. I turn over a corner. His back is to like... Because he's talking to three other people. So his back is turned. I just like sneak up. They see me. But they don't stop me. That's the most <laughs> hilarious part. They see me. They don't stop me. I sneak up. And I like bullseye his back. Doused him in boiling water. Like, like he never expected it. They never expected the hot boiling water. They expected, like, normal water, but it was boiling. It was hot. And, oh, my God. His, like, he screamed at the top of his lungs because it was boiling water because he got fucking burnt. <laughs> fucking. <laughs> after he, like, screamed in pain, he was like, motherfucker, you're going to get now. He started chasing after me. And this fuck, this fucker, uh, let me tell you this right now. I'm not an athletic person. I can't, I've never done track and field. I somehow outrun this son of a bitch. He, he obviously has done track and field. He's done a lot of sports. He's done football. 
and I somehow outrun him. And, like, oh my god. Fucking, I'm, like, running all over the place, going through, like, trying to get a, find a way to get to the exit of, the like, the, the back area without, you know, being blocked off by him. Because I could always hurdle the fucking counter, but, like, I can't fucking hurdle because I'm not an athletic person. I can only run. Maybe. <laughs> but, like, so I'm still, like, running. I'm, I'm like... I, I stop for a moment, catch my breath. He's like, he sees me, continues running after me. I'm running, I'm running. He grabs a cup and I'm like, oh, oh shit, I'm going to get it now. I'm going to get it burnt. And I'm like running and there's like where I'm running. Um, there's like a little like curve or like a little curve or whatever that goes to a door that exits to the Sabaros, which leads to the exit of the, um, the back area. And then there's also like the office or whatever that's right next to it. Yeah. So I'm running. I do the little like curve, and it's like it's worse than a J turn. Like it's like almost a straight up U turn. <laughs> I have to like slide and do a U turn out the door in order for me to like continue with my momentum. But my momentum wanted me to continue going forward, so I slipped and fell, and like I twisted my or like I didn't twist my knee, but like my my right shoe came off. Like it came off, and I bashed my knee on the door frame, and I just and because I'm adrenaline rushing. I'm like getting up and I'm running away with one shoe on, which was my left shoe. And I exit the door and I'm like, oh God, I, I got away. I got away. Thank God. No, I did not get away. This motherfucker. Like, okay, well, I did get away for a second. I, I went over to the gas station. The worker over at the gas station looks at me and goes like, what the fuck is going on over there? And I'm like, dude, I tell you, but I'm out of breath. I'm out of fucking breath. I can't. I'm walking back over there because one of our uh, uh, our classmates at the time was uh, at work at that time. I'm just like, can you get my shoe that's over there, please? I need, I kind of need it. this motherfucker. We meet, we we have eye contact again. Me and the guy <laughs> just threw the water at make eye contact. I'm just like, fuck, motherfucker hurdles that counter, comes <laughs> after me again. I st I'm straight up saying this right now. He cleared that son of a bitch. Like it was a straight hurt. Like the the counter was like as wide as like from arm to arm on this chair. He hurdles that son of a bitch from one side to the other. Like, no contact. Like, no contact. I was like, damn, with a burnt back, that guy's got some athleticism. And I was like, ah, oh, shit, gotta run. I can see. I have, like, my stuff in my hands because I know I'm, because they already told me to leave. So I was just like, so I was just like, oh, fuck, I gotta go. So I ran back to the gas station. I thought he was gonna chase me all the way outside, but he stopped before he got to the gas station. So I got lucky right there. But I drove home with one shoe. Oh, fuck. Dude, yeah, I almost got I almost got arrested twice. Now that I think about it, <laughs> I don't know how I didn't. But yeah, I'm not a I'm not a sane human being as people think I am. I guess I've had my moments. Oh God, holding this, keep, holding this microphone hurts my fucking hand. I keep moving into the microphone to like I'm gonna say something, and then it looks like you give me a second, but I have nothing to say. <laughs> oh fuck. I'm telling you, that is the most interesting story I've ever told in my entire life. Okay, so aside from getting monetized right now, my goals are, well, my primary goal is I want to get on cold ones. Oh, yeah. Um, Talking about that already. So, I love, I love some podcasts. Like, I liked Misfits, and then I fell behind and just kind of fell off it. That's kind of like how I've been lately with podcasts. It's it's super difficult to keep up with some of the ones that are going on weekly. So you just yeah. you just binge them all in one night if you can. Like cold ones, though. Cold ones doesn't go weekly. Mm -hmm. They just go up whenever they get, whenever they get finished. I think. Mm -hmm. Uh, but I was watching that, and they had Michael Reeves on there. You know who Michael Reeves is, right? Yeah. He builds the robots and shit. Yeah. Um. But they were talking about how. They talked about how they wanted, how they only invited people that they wanted to work with onto the show, mm -hmm. which is a good business idea. They're like, we're not going to just invite you on because you have subscribers. That's right. bullshit. Right. I would love if one day I got big enough to go on cold ones because Max and Chad are like two of my YouTube idols. Mm. Goals for me outside of being monetized, which may not be far from now because... My momentum on YouTube's kind of getting up there a little bit. Um, but my goals for like YouTube wise, um, I just necessarily want to create content 
that a lot of people who love Japan or whatever could watch. You know, just click on a random video and, you know, it's about Japan, you know, something they already love. Yeah. But there's, like, a few issues that come with it when doing that kind of goal. Um, the, the thing is, is that there's so many people doing, like, Japan content or um, anime content that I end up possibly only having, you know, a few different styles of videos that I can go with, okay? Because there's a lot of J-vloggers. Okay, or Japanese vloggers, people who just film their daily life in Japan. Yeah. Okay. And, you know, I, I kind of want to be one of them, but, like, the thing is, is that, you know, vlogging in general has gone on the downhill. Okay. Yeah, it's hit a downward slope since uh, there was a lot of drama in the vlog community. Yeah. So, I can't really give off much of, like, uniqueness to my vlogs um, if I tried to do, like, any sort of, like, editing or whatever. And like I said before, with like when I was talking about inspirations, I always wanted to have like this kind of editing style, like abroad in Japan, where I can like give off like a documentary style feel to whatever I'm talking about. But trying to find subjects that haven't been covered already is almost impossible. Okay. Because like I said before, there's so much to talk about that everybody's already talked about. That's, uh, that's how I look at commentary right now is I thought about starting a commentary series where I play Overwatch in the background and just, like, I'm not going to, like, shit on people in Overwatch because I can't fucking... I can barely figure out how to work it, but... Same here. I play it on the Switch. <laughs> Pretty cool. Good God. But, yeah, like, with how YouTube is and how big it's gotten over the past, like, 15 years, um, it's... You can't really find topics to talk about that haven't already been covered. Because unless it's, like, happening, like, right now, like, in the instant that it happens, you're not going to really find topics to talk about. And it's super difficult to do that when you're on YouTube, trying to make a following because you're wanting to be something unique, you know. Because people really won't come to your content if, you know, there's already a, a video of it that's better. The one thing I can say to add to what you're saying, though, is don't look at it as if there's a video that's better because you can make your video better. If there's a two-year-old video that's out of date about it, don't hesitate because right. there's an audience for everything on YouTube. Yeah. There is an audience for anything and everything. Yeah. Like, look at fucking Trisha Paytas. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you're talking about. Actually, don't look at her. It's pretty Please fucking not. disgusting. Please not. <laughs> but, um, like you were saying, it's like trying to, like, cover content like in Japan or whatever, doing specific subjects is sometimes very difficult to do. I mean, like for many YouTubers who are like big YouTubers, um, they'll say like they don't give a fuck. They'll cover content. And they'll cover subjects even if it's already been covered. Yeah. But but there's a difference between that and us where we're trying to gain a following. We don't have like the millions of subscribers that they do. We don't have the resources that they do at the time right, either. Right, right. So it's like we're trying to cover, we want to cover stuff that would, you know, not necessarily be, you know, covered already. We want to cover stuff that some people will like find new to them. Okay. Even if, you know, it's something that's already been covered before. It's like, even though people may not know about this subject, it's just, we want to cover stuff that's new. Yeah. And it's difficult to do that when you're like a J vlogger or, um, or just a vlogger in general, to be honest. Cause you can, cause you know, being like a J vlogger, you can only, you know, if somebody's already lived in like the city, you know, why, why, why should I watch somebody who vlogs their life at the city that has only like 10,000 subscribers or whatever? Why should I watch somebody that calls Kobe Kobe? Like what the fuck? Well, that's how they say it. <laughs> that's how they say it though. <laughs> But, but, um, but it's like, you know, I'd rather, there, there's people that'll rather watch, you know, people with large subscriber counts. Yeah. It, obviously, because it, you know, sadly enough, YouTube encourages that. Yeah. You, the thing, the thing is, is that YouTube doesn't have a good time. I say this, but like at the same time, there's a lot of like videos that I've seen that get recommended to me that barely have like any views, but that it's like, it all goes with the algorithm. If you continuously watch stuff with like small amount of views or like small amount of subscribers, you're going to get that kind of content. Yeah. But 
the it's like YouTube really doesn't do that good of a job with promoting small channels, and it's tough to get a following in general. You have to because catch like several big breaks. You have to catch your big break. You have to hold on to your audience, and then you have to be able to capitalize off now having a more disposable income to put into your videos. Right, and you know, it's like so. Is if anybody decides to like do YouTube now, okay, you know, it's it it really is rough. But like once you start getting a rhythm, like a rhythm of uploading and editing, and getting into that point where it's like you know, even if it doesn't get that many views, you know, it's. You know, like right now, it's a possibility that it'll get views like later down the line if you just have that kind of mentality. Yeah, you know, it it all works out in the end, but at the same time, you just end up, you know, it, it's like YouTube is like a job. Okay, if you want to be if you want to be popular or if you want to be famous, you gotta work really hard at it, and you gotta work for a long time. You've got to follow the rules, the dress code, all this yep, and that. Yep, because if you, because the thing is, is there's no worse feeling in the world. But then when you wake up one day, you turn on or you go on YouTube.com and you try to go on your account, but it's like your account's been terminated. That's the worst kind of feeling, especially if you've been trying to gain a following for so long and, you know, you've started to get a following, but you just end up losing it all from there. And especially if you don't have Twitter, which is very important nowadays for content creators. Yeah. If you're a content creator, you need Twitter because... You know, you could try to do try to do like anything on Facebook or like Instagram. It's hard to promote your shit from there because you got to go on Twitter to you got to go on Twitter to promote everything. And yeah, you know, if you're not a huge content creator like myself or you, okay, getting an audience from Twitter or getting the audience from YouTube over to Twitter is not an easy task. But you know, especially with like if your channel's been terminated and you're a small channel, your voice will probably not be as heard as somebody who has like hundreds of thousands of subscribers getting terminated. You see, being um, being a small content creator though at the same time is good because I can just shit post memes yeah, on yeah. my Instagram with my YouTube linked on them. And people are like, well, that meme was funny, so this guy must have a pretty funny or fucked up sense of humor. Yeah. I can go check him out. Or in my bio on Instagram right now, it's like, check out my YouTube channel. Yeah. You know, because cause you got to get as many clicks on the YouTube link as possible. You got to self-promote. You got, and the, yeah, that's the thing. It's, um, because I look at it in two ways. Like, there's two kinds of, like, things that you got to do. You got to be, um, uh, you got to be a presenter. And you also got to be a, um, a marketer. I've, um, uh, I'm going to be fully honest with you. There are people that I have blocked on my primary, uh, Snapchat because I just made a business Snapchat today. Yeah. I have people blocked on my primary Snapchat that I want to be on my business Snapchat, mm-hmm. which is why I stay anonymous. Mm-hmm. I'm not about to, just because me and fucking Bonquisha had a falling out doesn't mean that I don't want your views on my videos. Right. It means I don't want you in my personal life. Mm-hmm. And um, to go back to what I, was, what I said before with being a presenter and marketer. Yeah. Okay. If... If you're that if you're that kind of person that can present well, you know you have a good personality. You can, sh- you know, you have a good like sense of humor or whatever. Yeah. If you can present well, that's good. But you're not gonna get anywhere if you are not a marketer. If you don't know how to like market your shit right. Yeah. Or if you're not aggressive with marketing. I'm not that kind of person. I I suck at marketing because I can never get my shit. Because like whatever I promote my shit, I'm like I don't know if I because I feel like there's a line between promoting my shit and over promoting my stuff because I feel like if I just keep continuously saying like oh go subscribe to this channel or do whatever and it's like you know if it's not working then I just feel like man it's just not gonna work because it's not working right but like I've seen people who can be presenters and can be marketers and their channel just takes off the the other thing that I'd like to touch on when it comes to the algorithm naming your channel yeah because if you name your channel something with gaming in it you are a gaming channel. Yeah. You can post vlogs. You are a gaming channel. Yeah. Which is why I went with... Actually, I've got a story behind Bakablia too. But uh, you explained like you just like the sound of Japanaholic. Yeah. Uh, for Bakablia, it was actually... Um, I was sitting in English one day in, <laughs> in senior year. Funny enough, you know, 
uh, a channel name that has not only Japanese but also Russian comes from an English class. Yes, uh, we're sitting in class, uh, and even better, there's more fucking cultural diffusion here. Yeah. Um, I go on to TikTok, the Chinese spyware app. Oh great! And I'm like, I want to make an account here, and just shit post on it. Mm-hmm. What would be a good shit post account name? My friend, uh, my friend who runs a car YouTube channel, made his Owo Big Poppy. Oh, great. And mine became Bacabliette. And I was like, hmm, Bacabliette translates roughly in each language, if you put them together in English, uh, it r- roughly translates to dumb whore. Yeah, yeah. Um, so what I went for with that was I went on to fucking. I went into my meme folder oh. to find a profile picture. Which I think by now you've guessed where this is going. Um, Considering if you're looking at the video of like him, he doesn't want to show his face, so I have to put his profile picture on his face. <laughs> um, I chose the Pikachu and Creeper just because I was like, people are going to find this funny. I find this hilarious. Funny or disturbing, either way. Funny or disturbing, but it's ways. fucking hilarious. Just zoom in on the zoom in on the tongue real quick. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, tongue is fucking disgusting in that picture, but I love it. Uh, um, so, you know, like you said before, naming your channel is fucking important because if you name yourself like a gaming channel, you can do nothing but gaming. Yeah. If you name yourself, because if you're very specific on your name, okay, you only can do that specific thing. Like what I said, like, um, with the Japan Holic channel, I can really only post anything that's really about Japan. Okay, and for a while, I was like, okay, I'll name it that, but I'll continue doing what my old content was, which was at the time just Beat Saber and random shit posting, <laughs> or, and like random NASCAR games. But I was yeah, like, like, the more I think, the more I thought about it, the more I was like, dude, this won't fucking work, because none of this shit's Japan stuff. And if it's going to be a Japan Holic channel, it needs to be about Japan or something along the lines of Japan. Just needs to be an entire anime tracked in Beat Saber. Well, I have done that before, so... <laughs> There's that. But, yeah, uh, the just basically the most important thing is that you really cannot do YouTube and be successful if your channel name isn't, you know... Broad. Right, right. Um, and you, you got to be unique. Cause that's the thing. It's like trying to come up with names in you, with YouTube and try to be unique with them. Sometimes just doesn't work out. Okay? It's like what I can't. What's it's like what I said before with I with being a presenter. If you can make yourself be known that you can come up with good ideas, the best the best way I can put it is the best way people will know that you're a presenter is if your YouTube name stands out in a heartbeat. If your name if your YouTube name could be all if if your YouTube name's like really like uh recognizable. Yeah, you don't want to be like fucking. Champ Gamer 69 right. on YouTube. This ain't fucking Xbox 360. <laughs> you don't want to be XX Shadow Slayer or some shit. You want yeah. something that's like really original. Right. I'm going to get a comment from XX Shadow Slayer saying, I am original, you fucking cunt. Yeah, you fucking piece of shit. I'm going to get an email from the Japanholic email, which is japanholicpc at gmail.com. It's going to be like, my name is XX, uh, uh, XX. Dream Theater 27XX, and I'm original kind of thing. Each part of my name has an important meaning. Yeah. But it's like, if you're, because when you think of, like, YouTube, and you think of, like, YouTubers and their names, like, a lot instantly stand out because of, like, how recognizable their name could be. Like, Keemstar, Scares, Carson, Call Me Carson, Jay Schlatt. Leafy is beefy. Yeah, Yeah. that. You know, those kinds of (laughs) names. So... If your name sounds unique and could be original, you you know could obviously have a good following, it, you know, in some ways. And then you also have like, like I said, several parts ago, however many parts it was. But like, if you have a good title, a good video, or whatever, or like a good title, a good tag list, or whatever, just to get you, just to market it out a little bit, you know, it helps. But the best, the biggest thing that helps out outside of the thumbnail is the personality. If you get it, if you have a good personality, then you'll easily attract people. Because if you don't, if you have a personality of a fucking brick wall, no one's gonna fucking watch you. Don't get discouraged by the numbers. Right. Your my impressions right now are basically zero. Ouch. 
uh, which is my essentially YouTube recommends my channel. Yeah. And somebody sees it, they kind of look at it, and they're like, nah, that's not for me. Right. That just means that you're still working on building an audience. Right. You're still, there's an audience for literally fucking everything. Yeah. You search anything in that search bar up there, up, up there, above our video, mm-hmm. above this podcast. There's going to be a video with at least a million views at the top. Yeah, obviously. Or at least, like, it depends on how specific you want that kind of thing to be. Because if it's something very specific, it'll still have, like, thousands of views. No matter yeah. what. Yeah. So, fucking, the the thing is, is, like, with analytics, I feel like YouTube's new, like, analytics system. Okay? I love it, but it really brings down a lot of confidence if you're a small YouTuber. Yeah. Because YouTube, in a way, like, hurts you. When or like it like roasts you about how bad a video can be or how good a video can be. <laughs> if it's really good, YouTube's like, damn, this is a good video. And if it's like a very bad one, it's like, what a shit video. We're not oh. gonna recommend. Cause I remember when my fr- when um when my channel started taking off a little bit more, like back in June, when like uh when people were like, wow, this is an anime content you know channel. I'm gonna fucking click subscribe. Back when I uploaded the um one of my videos that got that I. Can't believe it still has it, but it has like six thousand views right now. Damn. But um, back when that was popping off, fuck it. YouTube. YouTube at the home, like the first page of like the the analytics screen was like, man, your channel does seventy seven percent better when we recommend it. It's like, do I have control of that? No. I mean, like, I can make a good video all I want, but if YouTube can't recommend the video to like my audience, then it's not gonna obviously get anywhere. So my, I'm gonna. I'm going to pull off track here for a second because I tried cheating the system the other day oh. and it, <laughs> you cannot cheat the algorithm. I don't think you ever can. Well, you can play the algorithm, but you, you cannot can. cheat it. Yeah. Um, because I'm a, okay. So I'm going to start with my first video. Okay. Made sure it was 10 minutes. Made sure that the thumbnail was slightly original. Right. And made sure that there were funny, edgy jokes in it. Mm-hmm. It was me playing with a few of my friends on a game called Seven Days to Die. Yep. Which is a pretty <laughs> shitty game, I add. That is very true, but people want to see it for some reason. I don't know why. Oh, uh, but it's got sitting at 27, 28 views right now. Pretty good for in uh, two or three weeks. Yeah, that's pretty good for like a for your first video. Yeah, and its um, impressions rate is thirty four percent. Pretty good. Uh, where my channel's averaging zero right now. Yeah. Um, but I did this thing with my Cuphead video recently. <laughs> I think I've... It was my first episode of Cuphead. Oh. I was like, why don't I just use a different account? So I had my friend's login information. Uh-huh. Logged into his YouTube and played my video on loop and then went to work oh. through his account. I know what and you're talking about. And I was trying to, I was hoping it would grind out views. I know what you're talking about. No, it beefed up the watch time to 427%. Oh, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> and I'll be honest, I did the, I did kind of like the exact same thing in some way. Like, I'm not, I'm not caring about the 4,000. I'm just like playing tests with like yeah, what I can what get away can, with yeah. and yeah. what I can do. So, um, for my, for my instance, um, there's been several, t- cause I figured out that there is a way to kind of like, beef up like views and stuff like that i've done it before with a couple of my like shit posting meme videos yeah um where if you go on the analytics page and there's like a button next to the video where it's like view on youtube you click that and you let it load for like you play the video for like five seconds click out of the tab do it again and keep doing that process it counts the views but what ends up happening is it sometimes works youtube will go back through and purge some of them because yeah, yeah. it's running from the same address yeah, yeah. But sometimes it's like, oh, well, some of these gone, but many of the others could stay. So it's like it you could kind of cheat the system in some ways. But like like I said, you can't really like you can't really just beef out your channel right. on your own. Yeah, it's like that's the thing. It's like you in order for you to make a successful YouTube channel, you have to really be um, you got to really work with the algorithm and you got to do really well with it. You know, you got to make it. You got to make your videos work with the algorithm because the if algorithm you, loves consistency. Right. But the thing is, is that the algorithm changes more, more times than women, I guess. 
fucking i thought there was gonna be a funny joke there <laughs> I, I i was trying to think of something but i couldn't think of anything but like the algorithm changes more than anime hair colors yeah true <laughs> that's that's true too but it yeah the algorithm changes so much and you know unless you're on top of it which is almost impossible because there's no like definitive way of knowing what the algorithm is okay you you could say you know it but at the same time nobody actually knows it I think. Think you got any more to say before I got it? Um, I'm gonna create a Twitter after this, so um, Taylor hit me up and link that after I make it. <laughs> I can do that. Just, just link all my shit in the description. Just put it's it. It's gonna in a be a chunk. long. It's gonna be a long list of things. I bet. Well, that's fine. And that's about it. Fucking fly on my monitor, but yes, I think that'll do it for this episode of the Japanaholic podcast. I mean, this recording session of the Japanaholic podcast because we've been going at it for the, about two and a half hours. So, pretty good shit, I bet. Um, so, if you all enjoyed um, these parts or whatever with Lee, um, make sure to, you know, subscribe on the YouTube channel if you're new. Like, subscribe, or said subscribe, idiot. Like, share this out um, with anybody who doesn't know that this exists because it obviously does. <laughs> um, check it out. Check out this uh, podcast over on like Podcast Republic, Spotify, iTunes. Podbean. Podbean. Well, technically, yeah. Google <laughs> Podcast. Um, Google Plus. That I w- oh, since 2016. <laughs> I, I kind of wish it was. But um, yeah, thank you all so much for watching this uh, episode of Japanaholic Podcast. I'm tired. I'm about to pass out. <laughs> I lost my voice speaking for two and a half hours straight. But, yep. We'll see you on the next podcast episode where I'll do it all over again. My name has been Taylor, joined by Lee. Baka Bliet. And we're signing out. Good night, everybody. Good night. Um, that's so good.